back to another episode of Spring Legion Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Fair. You're joined with a table of expert hunters, one being a uh, Austin. Austin. Yeah. Austin Seals. <laughs> Austin Seals, Lake Pickle, and Jordan Blissett are here uh, joining us today. Going to talk a little bit about, um, well, we don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> we have plans to talk about a good dove hunt. We can still talk about it, Hunter. Well, we can talk about that dove hunt. It'll be a very short episode <laughs> if we talk about all the doves we killed. The funniest part is when Austin texted us like Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Said, by the way, we got dove dick. So the whole morning, <laughs> Hunter, we had a group message to me and Jordan and Austin. And continuously, all throughout the morning, Jordan would just send the screenshot of Austin's message that said, we got doves thick. He probably sent it a dozen times. We got <laughs> then it changed to, we got mosquitoes thick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he sent me one said, uh, what I thought the doves were thick or something. I said, we were talking about a cloud cover, not not doves, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a little cloudy there for a second, but not. Uh, it definitely wasn't uh, one of them black clouds of doves that we've been used to seeing. Um, I did shoot a couple times. Uh, well, more than a couple, five or six, but I shot about eleven. You shot eleven times. I have half a dove to show for it. I think my dad actually killed it. I shot twice all morning. Well, I was my, shooting it. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter how high they were. I was shooting it. Just letting them know. Yeah. It was my, easy picking up shells. Though. I picked oh, yeah. up five. Yeah, my poor dog Knox. He finally just laid down. <laughs> I feel bad for, for a Knox. while. He was like, "Okay, guess it's not going to be one of those days." Yeah, one of one of the days not to look forward to. <laughs> Maybe the evening will be better. Mm. <laughs> doubt it. But. Y'all let me know. You let, yeah. let us know if it is. <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, combine the the morning and evening and might have a a full limit. Doubtful, but very doubtful. Very, I'm not. I'm really hoping it rains so I don't have to feel obligated <laughs> to go back hunting. I feel a little better for telling everybody there's a ton of doves. There might have been a ton of doves and they just got shot by. Uh, Sasquatch or a Houdini move. Yeah, that was the uh, the most drama of the morning. Is the story circulated around the whole field that we're like, we think someone shot this field. I, think well, I, know, I know without a doubt somebody shot the field. Snuck in on you. So how does that make you feel, Austin? Pretty aggravating. You put in. <laughs> put in the time and work. And like I said, Friday, I guess it was Friday, I was talking to you that we rode down there and there was a pile of doves. Said they got them thick. They said, we got doves thick. <laughs> how many is a thick? I don't know. I heard thick. I heard loaded. <laughs> And he was saying thick, like smothered, covered, scrambled. Well, me and Mason rode down there. That's what we we put our thoughts together. There's probably a hundred doves. We jumped up between that persimmon tree and that pear tree. Where'd they go? And I was taking when he said the thick, like the connotation, like T H I C C C, like the good kind of thick, like those <laughs> thick doves, boy. We got fat. <laughs> they weren't very thick either. No, they was. It's a little runts, but more than I had to show. Yeah, I don't. We're going to have to do some digging and see who ended up, who shot the field. I'm not that unused to not killing many doves, but I'm, yeah, I usually shoot a good old three boxes. Sh- used to shooting at them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's like me. If I'm going to have like a, if I'm going to yield personally a good return of doves, I got to have high opportunity. Like I got to have a lot of them to shoot at. One, one for six on a good day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was one for 11. The one you actually do remember to bring like shells and stuff like that and i'm like i'm actually prepared and then we get here and i don't have a micro sd card or anything like that to record a podcast Poor dogs to shoot at shout out to read for the micro sd yeah. well that and the conversation of what in the world this podcast going to be about because it was supposed to be about a dove hunt and i'm still a little stumped on that <laughs> yeah because if that was the dove hunt this would be the end of the episode we'll see you next week 
<laughs> I think we can round up something. But let's see. With it being a a turkey hunting podcast in the middle of well, not in the middle, but the beginning of September, we're trying to scrounge around for some turkey hunting topics. But uh, fall turkey hunting, y'all got your dogs ready? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right I'm gonna here. have to. Uh, yeah, that's, knocks it. Knocks would be good at that. He's real good at getting dough. I mean, I'm sure he'd run ahead of turkey if he mm-hmm. saw one. Practice in the kiki runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> kiki flush and kiki. Mm. I want to read up on that just to say I don't know anything about fall turkey. I ain't gonna lie. I was talking I to know. a guy last year that did it up in I think he's Pennsylvania, New York, somewhere where it's still you know a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was all about it. He said, "Man, I enjoy doing this more. Do turkey hunting in spring." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I like doing some gobbles and uh, some yeah. strutting. Yeah, I like the interaction. Yeah, and it's it's something like I mean I like going out in the woods in fall, but. I mean, I, if I'm there, I'm kind of just looking around and might do a little deer hunting or duck hunting there, but uh, spring just, like, draws me to the woods. I had a, I had a guy, this was at the NWTF, had to have been. <laughs> this was hilarious. You know what I'm talking about yeah. already. It was the most, like, the first half of this conversation was the most confused I've ever been with a guy talking to me about turkey hunting. A guy comes up to me at the show. It had to have been four or five years ago, yeah, don't you yeah. think? yeah. And he was, I'd seen the guy like walking around and he kind of, I mean, I'd kind of noticed he's going to all these people and he keeps pulling his phone out and he keep, you can tell he's swiping through pictures mm-hmm. and he's coming up to me. He's like, man, y'all really need to come. I want to say it was Wisconsin, I think, where I think he was it talking. Was. I, maybe not, but I, I want to say it was Wisconsin. And he was trying to, basically the, the gist of the conversation that I figured out from the beginning is he was trying to get, he wants to come hunt up there with him. And, you know, I mean, I was just interested to talk turkey with anybody at first so he starts describing he's like man every every one of my clients or folks that go with me they go home with at least five or six and i'm thinking i'm like what in the what he said he said yeah he said the place i've got birds absolutely everywhere we typically don't hunt in the mornings only in the evenings i've got the the birds pattern really well there's flocks of about 50 or 60 and you just you know you take out you know we wait until they break up and get into where we can shoot it, you know, a controlled number. We don't want to shoot until the big flock wadded up. And I'm sitting here going, I mean, what? I, it, it, I was sitting over about 10 feet from him, kind of watching the conversation. I couldn't hear what was being said, but I could see Lake looking at this dude with a very confused look. I mean, we're at, I mean, we're, I mean, this is an NWTF in oh, Nashville. Yeah. We're talking about spring turkey hunting, or at least I thought yeah, so, you know. And uh, he's talking about, I'm like, Wisconsin, five or six turkeys. And I'm like, and what? And one, and how many? And he says he has this many clients come through, and he's like, let me show you some pictures. I'm like, please, by all means, show me some pictures. And the guy, first picture he shows me, it is him and the guy that he's hunting with. I, you couldn't even tell they had camo, layers of camo on snow. I'm talking snow on the ground. They had like five turkeys laid out, and three of them were hens. I'm dead serious. And I was, I was like, uh, what do you say? And I was like, what time of year? Is this? He's like December, December. He's like I, we book hunts reasonable prices. I'm like, well, let me get back with you. <laughs> let me. <laughs> this is my Christmas bird. And, gosh, I like. Mm. He says, I mean, he, the dude was like getting up on him in those winter flocks and just shooting up into him. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. I can't. I don't know if I. I mean, if I could get fired up for that. Uh, no, I, I promise you, I couldn't. Mm-mm. I promise you, I would not be fired up about shooting a hen on purpose. Uh-uh. Yeah. I yeah, was like too much to save him. No, yeah, but he—that's what he, he had. I'm telling, he was scrolling, swipe, swipe, swipe pictures, but just all these turkeys. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm, 
I'm going to pass on that. He's walking around the WTF convention listening to all these calls going, man, he's a bunch of idiots. I mean, all you got to do is go out there and just pick them apart. You just start a little bit earlier in the winter. Yeah. You don't even – they're all – I mean, I can imagine in winter. I mean, you've all seen winter flocks oh, yeah. of turkeys. 50 to 60 and hopefully. But yeah, that one had me yeah, pretty hopefully. confused. But y'all had a, a good old spring over uh, – y'all got to, I guess, travel a little more than usual. Um, well, not, I don't say usual, but the infamous COVID year of – kind of uh, putting a damper on. I'm sure a lot of y'all's traveling. Y'all got to go around a little bit. It seemed to... Uh... Yeah, we got to go to some new places. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lake and I went on a little entourage trip for about a week and a half. Went to the northwest. That was a fun deal. Then we got back home and uh, decided it wasn't enough and went to Michigan. <laughs> I remember... Y'all, I guess y'all were either headed up to Michigan or just gotten to Michigan. And I had just gotten back from somewhere and was really... Yeah, like, I, was, I was talking crap to you. I was yeah. like, you ain't no real turkey hunter unless you come on. <laughs> I was like, you only do. I'm sitting here looking at all this stuff in my truck going like, I don't have to take this out right now, I guess. Uh, let me check the bank account. Okay, no, nah, I'm probably going to stay in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those deals, man. Like, once you get that first taste of being able to chase it that long, you mm-hmm. just it just hurts to let it go, you know? Just holding on as long as possible. And that, that was the deal, especially, like, because when we did that deal in the north uh, – northwest the weather was just so nice and it i don't know and yeah i mean you just don't want to let go of it mm-hmm. you want to keep chasing it as long yeah. as you can that's kind of the whole and we went to montana and crap like two mornings it was still in the 30s yeah you know it was pretty crazy and that was in late may that's wild yeah i still hadn't hadn't chased them in june i know y'all got to a couple of years ago but this, i want well one time got to go to tennessee like may 2nd or something like that. And mm-hmm. I thought that was overtime. That was, you know, the biggest addition to a season. And, and then being able to go, like, the middle of May, I felt like I was sinning. I'm like, this is wrong. Yeah, it feels this, funny. You know. The first time, it was like my f- first or second spring with Primo's, we went to New Mexico. And I shot a turkey on May the 2nd. And it just felt so strange. Mm-hmm. I, you know you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. if you're growing up here, you feel, I mean, May 1st is the day. And, and May 2nd is the worst day of the year. Yeah, and so I remember I killed a turkey on May the 2nd, and I was like, this. I just couldn't get over it, how funny it felt. <laughs> yeah. I felt, I felt like I had done something wrong. Was it June 1st or June 2nd when we finished? June 2nd. Because mm-hmm. last year, last spring, I killed a turkey on June the 1st, and that I was like, well, that's another milestone. Mm-hmm. I didn't just pick, you know, you don't think about us. We don't think about turkey hunting in June. Right. But this one was June 2nd, I believe. Yep. It was, kind of, it was pretty fun, man. You got to pull the trigger at the same time on the last turkeys of the year. That was a funny story in itself. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> well, like, so these two turkeys come up, and, uh, I mean, really, I mean, the, well, the two turkeys came in, and they were, me and Jordan are talking to one another, and, uh, Obviously, I'm sitting to the, on the right, Jordan's sitting on the left. and so, But still, I can't remember if it was me or Jordan. Or was it, I take the right one, you take the left one, right. And they were coming, while they were coming in, they crisscrossed. But, and so it went through my head. I was like, I hope Jordan remember, doesn't oh, stay yeah. on that turkey. But that, you know, that I was like, surely. But never in my life, we've shot, we've shot a couple doubles together. Yeah. But we've never done the one, two, three thing mm-hmm. ever. So what threw me off is the turkeys are coming in and they get to like usually it's like okay somebody shoot somebody figure, shoot figure out who's shooting first and second yeah. guy picks off one yep. and we didn't we hadn't discussed that and they were like at thirty five and they had quit at first they were running but they had stopped running and they were just on they were just on a steady pace walk mm-hmm. they're about thirty five steady closing in and Jordan goes 
three, two, and I was I'm like, both of us had a wait because I was like. No, you never said one, and we'd never counted before. I, was like, I didn't know what to do. And so then, finally, I'm like, okay. And so, boom, and I hear one shot go mm-hmm. off. Both turkeys flop over. And so, for a split second, I'm thinking, did, did I? I? But the, tur- the two turkeys are probably 10 yards apart mm-hmm. from each other. They're the same distance, you know what I mean? But separate, they're not 10 yards, probably you know, five to seven yards apart. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking, I'm like, there's no way. Uh-uh. And I look over, and Jordan was thinking the same yeah. thing. That we happened to shoot at the the same time. Just insane. I mean, like I thought I done killed both of them. He thought he done killed both of them. <laughs> we shot exactly like boom. Jordan, was, Jordan was like, I got concerned, and then I turned around. I saw that like dumbfounded look on your face. So I got even more worried. <laughs> it's like I had the dumbfounded look on my face because I thought I'd shot both of them. I was like, uh. <laughs> Me and Seals, we've uh, done a few attempts at that, and I don't think we've we've tried. Then you don't know if it's one, two, three, boom, or one, two, two boom. boom. Yeah, and, exactly. And then the whole like you just said, I knew I walked myself through it the same. I've never done every time. double I've ever shot. Somebody shoots first, mm-hmm. and then someone picks off the second one. Typically, that's how everyone. So Jordan hit that three, two. I was like, oh, what are we doing? Ooh. What are we doing? <laughs> <Two and laughs> what are we doing here? Two and three quarters. <laughs> I can't. And we shot the same time one time. Of course, I missed mm-hmm. down there in the camp, and you you never thought I shot. Yeah, I didn't know you I had even to, shot. I had to show Hunter my shell for him to believe I, I shot. Like, oh, that's a lot mentally going on when you're doing that. I got so thrown off, and then he never said one. Because you don't want to be the guy <laughs> Still waiting on it too quick. Right, yeah. You know? Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I don't want to rush it, and then the other one get away, yeah. and then Jordan's like, what the heck? <laughs> There's know? a reason he hasn't shot. Is there a tree in the way? Or, but, uh, but no, it's, see, it was a uh, – we got a little trigger happy on one. I think we were going to do the one, two, three, and I don't know if you could hear me or not. I think that time neither of us were counting the time that you missed. No, and when I because it was one percent intuition. Just, just like I'm happened. not letting these get any more. You know, yeah. I'm about to lose it. You were about to lose it. Yeah, but no, that wasn't. We didn't count on that one. It just just happened, so happened that we yeah. shot at the same exact time. That happens. I mean, that's what, oh, but yeah. the funny thing with with ours, though, is that we shot at the same time and it was at two different turkeys. Oh, yeah. So I'm te- like, it was so confused. Like, and connected. There was a, yeah, there was about two, three seconds of pure confusion. I was like, did I kill both of them? How in the world did I do that? That's the craziest pattern I've ever seen. Start looking around yeah. and, man, we did. It was the same kind of deal. Like, I shucked a shell and I see Jordan, like, un- and I'm like, okay, I guess we did both shoot. Thankfully, got and we weren't sitting it. just like super close to each other either, like maybe uh-uh. ten feet apart. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of, it kind of happened quick because we, fa- I mean, like we found turkeys up there, but we weren't just like wading through them by mm-hmm. any means. And uh, I remember we like sneaked to that point, and we we're planning on setting up kind of there, and then didn't they gobble like closer than we expected? We just kind of had to make yeah, do. We had to hunker up in a tree row for a but. 10 minutes trying to figure out where they were yeah ended up being like three turkeys out there that's why we got confused because one was gobbling yeah and then we were like okay he's down there we can sneak to the end of this tree row and sit down because it's right on top of a little ridge perfect spot mm-hmm. you call them up because they can't see on the other side of it and uh got up there and i think right when we got to the edge of it two of them gobbled and they yeah. were like over here to the far right i got so confused and we started started yelping and one gobbled down here to the left, and I saw him. I was like, I only see one, Lake. 
Yeah, because Jordan was further to the left on the ridge. So Jordan was like, I see one. I'm like, what? Wait. And I couldn't see anything. It was just enough rise for me still. But they were gobbling sporadically, and they were they were spread apart, but they were close enough to where when we were further back in the tree row, we were like, is it echoing weird, mm-hmm. and we can't tell if it's the same turkey. Finally, when we got up there, we realized it was multiple turkeys. But it got a little hairy. Oh, yeah. Which we, uh, we got to go on one – quick hunt this year kind of spurred the moment in mississippi with y'all um and i feel like there's a lot of houdinian going on there Man, uh, with that, that was a one. houdini turkey this is a classic oh yeah evil mississippi turkey that you hear stories about is what that was and got to experience it firsthand and and i feel like within the first probably hour i'm like this is gonna be one of them ain't it after yeah. just kind of just sitting there listening to him and he had i swear me and joel were talking about it like the deepest like just like drumming I've and ever heard I my think life. that turkey could control his vocals, like the 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 how loud they were. I swear. Because one minute he would gobble, he sound like he's coming, and then the next time he gobble, sound like he's away. And this turkey turkey didn't ever move. One when we found out. Like, yeah, well, we walked down there and saw kind of like a little knoll or something. We, I mean, it's the only place I feel like he could have been. I mean, we're sitting at a table right now. What this thing's like two by five or something probably yeah that turkey was on a hump in the middle of a ravine this size like where he ended up being and i started crawling because i was like i guess i ended up in the right spot where i was the only one could move or something i don't remember oh, we, me were, and, we were scattered yeah me yeah. and seal stayed back because mm-hmm. there was we remember the whole plan if i remember it correctly is we were going to go deeper in there but that turkey was roosted fairly close to the little road right. and we were like we can't just blaze past him we'll ruin him y'all dove off in the bottom at one point after he'd been you know toying with our there. emotions yeah. for an hour and that he, was yeah. and he gobbled and we were on the off side road and you hit the right side and i was on the left side and finally he stood there and gobble 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 and drumming i was like crap he ain't in the road i, I guess i better start crawling mm. i just started inching down the road just on my belly and crap i mean I don't that's what we were all three standing back up there i'd backed out yeah <clears throat> it started weird. y'all two and me and lake were back that's yeah right. And somehow or another, we all just kind of meshed together, and then you and Lake went this way, me and Jordan went this way. Well, the way, original and plan was to go down the road, and one of us go right, and one of us go mm-hmm. left, and then when somebody was late that morning. I don't know who that And we had to wait on them at the gate. So yeah. by the time it was that. I was on time. Had we been on the other side right, of that turkey. You were turkey, right on the minute. I just had, had 30 seconds. Had we been on the other side of that turkey, we probably would have killed him. Oh, so it was Hunter's well, fault. Well, see, when yeah. we sat down, <laughs> I was looking at him in the tree. Yeah. And – Y'all can see him in the tree. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I was looking I at him in the tree. Yeah. That's what I told Jordan. Is that he he perked mm-hmm. up as like he about to pitch down. But I was hoping he because we were sitting on a little knoll going yeah, down, looking down the road. Mm-hmm. I thought he was gonna pitch down right at that bottom of that bridge or whatever it was. But I, I don't know where he went, he's still running around down there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I know. I kept inching down that road. I'm like, this turkey is like within sixty of me. Uh-huh. I kept waiting for you to because a couple of times because I'd stay back and we were yelping. And I see you, and I'm hearing a turkey gobble, and I'm, I kept, I was like, surely I'm going to hear a boom, like, at any point. I finally made a one power move once I figured out, like, hey, okay, he's not coming in the mm-hmm. road. And I was like, obviously, he can't see up here. And I made a power move, and then he shut up. I was like, okay, well, he saw me. Power move. And then 10 minutes later, he gobbled he's down there where y'all were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, then what, we, we wound up kind of pulling around the next end of the property. Just walked on through and, you know, kind of let that one rest. Because I still, at this time, didn't know if he was bumped or if this is, you know, if he just walked he, across the road. He's crazy. I, I mean, 
turkeys like that you don't know yeah now, turkeys I mean, like that we'll you are th- those are the kind that you will swear up and down you did bump them and then they go to gobbling again and you're like well crap did i bump him i don't know it, yeah and i think we were sitting down there me at the and, foot of it me and you were standing right there like trying to figure out where he was and stuff then he gobbled and we had to scram back around right. and sit back down and called at him i think he gobbled one more time and then I'm like, crap, let's move down there. We made some power moves oh, yeah. on him, but he never did. And he gobbled again, another spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I still, and to this day, can't figure out a little route he could have possibly taken without doing a little flying or hopping around or tree to tree a little bit. I'm like, there ain't no way he walked this far, this this quick. And I, to my knowledge, it wasn't another turkey, but he, I mean, he didn't have no mercy on us. He did it again once we got over there. <laughs> came up on top of the ridge and then down on the bottom and i'm thinking like how in the world did he get to the bottom without us seeing this whole ridge and did y'all ever go up that big hill yeah we oh, found yeah. him again up there he was on top of the hill oh yeah because y'all got back on him mm-hmm. yeah for like an hour yeah he gobbled his dang head off for about 200 yards out there and he'd start feel like he'd start coming then he'd shut up and then he'd gobble again back oh man just like behind us for a little while then he's <laughs> The heck I mean, with him. Yeah. Yeah, me and Hunter were finally coming back out. We was like, if he gobbles, we ain't even stopping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't even look at it. I got things to do today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this turkey's ruining my life. Oh, yeah. It, we went back. <laughs> me and Zills went back, I don't know, a few days later. and I wasn't late that day because we were in there about an hour before daylight. We are like, we're definitely going to get on the other side of him. Got in we there. got all the way down to that creek. Oh, yeah. And no, I don't, I don't know what happened. I know we didn't kill him. I don't even know if we heard him. We heard him. Mm-mm. I mean, we <laughs> never heard him. I went back another time by myself and never heard him. I don't mm. know where he went. He's hanging out with them doves. We don't know where they went either. <laughs> I know them doves and somebody's cooler. <laughs> them, do- yeah. them doves got grilled on Saturday evening by somebody. <laughs> if that turkey's in somebody's cooler, I want to go shake their hand. Uh, I don't know if I could even be mad at him because I know what he had, had gone through to get him. But he, uh, he put a mental mental strain on us. I'm trying to think of some a few more that we've gone through in the past years and the the turkeys has just got the I feel like they got something out for you. Like, uh-huh. I mean, why'd you gotta put me through this? I mean the first one that comes to my mind is that one that ruined my life for a year and a half and that you almost ran down? No, that was a I, that was the same place, but I think that was a different one. One time I, I couldn't have been probably seventeen or something. And um and I got, I got underneath a Jake, who, who I did not know was there. I was walking in, and <laughs> he gobbled, and I mean, like, I could feel like the dew on the branch. Then he gobbled, and it shook, and then the drops like fell on my head. I'm like, okay, we in a tight spot. So I wind up sitting down, and I, he pitches down. You know, like gobbles, kind of just like fall down, just straight down. Instead of like gliding through a bunch of stuff, he just kind of fell right in front of me. I ain't caught or nothing. Now, the only reason I think he couldn't see me because his body was blocking me. <laughs> I mean, that's how underneath him I was. And he landed, and the first thing I can see is a little beard sticking out two or three inches. And so I just sit there deathly still, and I'm doing like the the number one rule don't do is like sit on the first tree you come to at an opening because then your legs and you know all your silhouettes out there from the side and i'm like just trying to met like blend in with this tree as much as i could shotguns like laying on my like waist and he walks off and then as, as soon as i'm going to get up i hear another turkey gobble and i'm like same kind of either this turkey's who dd me but i don't think this is the same turkey and this is a different one and then it closes ground because that that Jake gobbled one more time on the ground, and I guess he was coming to check it out. 
and he kind of went from left to right, and then I called a little bit, and he kind of came back, and that Jake ain't said a word yet. And he gets one of those – it's one of those, like, you love, and at the same time you just pray you don't think about – it's just real pretty. They're coming in like 200 yards, strutting the whole way, and you have plenty of time to think about not blowing this. And I blew <laughs> He got probably – I let him be like 25 yards, and I'm sitting there. I done moved back a little bit and hid myself. And I shot, and I – young-minded, like, you know, you, you don't take the words never and always out quite yet. You think you're all – you know, if I put this on his head, he's going to – He's going to be flopping when I go get him. I pull the trigger, and it doesn't even register like you could have missed. And I shoot and, like, have my head down, like put my gun down and kind of get up to run out there. And he's standing there looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even touch him. No. Sounds like one of my missed. stories. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is humbling. About halfway, I don't even have my gun any, or anything. And I'm like, well, I'll get yeah. to go. And I took off running, and he's like, kind of he's in shock like he, i don't know if he thought it was thunder he didn't know what happened cause i definitely didn't touch him i guess and he goes to he goes to fly and that's back in back in my you know high school running back days <laughs> ran a good old four eight nine 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 maybe <laughs> 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 on a 35 yard dash and um so i get i feel like he's he's flying i mean head level and he's underneath like kind of the canopy and it's not because I'm fast, but it's because he can't get around all this stuff. But I get within about like arm's length, probably for me to see us. And I, I remember like reaching out and going, "What are you going to do if you grab a hold of this turkey's legs as I he's trying to like get up there? Think he's about to get flogged." I, yeah. I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this hand down, let him go on." And by that time, he found an opening and took up. But I remember thinking, "Man, I, I might be dumb, but I think I'm very glad I didn't try to grab a, a live turkey. He'd have beaten me to death. <laughs> That's probably the one that I couldn't kill the next." 10 years he's probably like no nah, i know what happens he don't remember here. he didn't just get shot at he got shot at and chased down and people lunging <laughs> after him can you imagine the story though had you called I, him I, the legend of hunter ferry <laughs> man beaten by turkey to death uh. on the clearing ledger <laughs> <laughs> that's how i go out that's how i go out that's uh, the way to go it'd all be because of a miss but i definitely wouldn't i feel like that wasn't the last time he was missed by yours truly, I've missed him a couple of times. I'm trying to think of any. I don't think I can't think of too many stories, turkey stories from this spring that we hadn't told already. I can't. I, I can't either. Mm. We put them out. I know. I want to hear the uh, the croc story if y'all hadn't told it, or I know y'all have told it on y'all's. But oh, I mean, well, it uh, all it sums up to be is it was very hot, mm-hmm. and Lake and I went on a uh, a rendezvous middle of the day. And uh, I was too lazy to put on my boots. And uh, we ended up striking a turkey. And within like 10 minutes, it's one of them you oh, yeah. you always hope to find, but you never do. Right. We, yeah. fi- we found him that day. And, man, we just – I was just walking around crocs on in Florida, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it is, it is really hot oh, out there. there. It was really dry. I mean, it's a heavy dew in the mornings down there, but, like, after about 9 o'clock. It's just like Shoot. beach weather. Yep. And, uh, yeah, first turkey ever shot wearing Crocs. <laughs> I can't top that. I filmed a turkey wearing Crocs once, but I ain't shot one. That ain't bad. Yeah, that was in Mississippi, wasn't it? Yeah. But that wasn't because it was hot. I forgot my boots. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, guess we're crocking it. 
Four wheel drive, two wheel drive, four wheel drive. Absolutely. In that situation, granted, they were the like I, the ones I got on now. They're bottomland crocs, so I felt somewhat. At least they weren't mm. like bleach white. You know, you uh, know what I mean? Tie-dye. Yeah, dipping them in some mud real quick. Yeah, I've uh, I don't think I think I I got in my head somewhere out in Kansas or something. I've been driving, you know, several hours. I'm like, man, I I understand the croc hunt now. Like I'm about to I'm about yeah. to give this a go, and I got about halfway. Yeah, and I did I did hunting crocs a little bit. As soon as I got to Kansas, Seals had told me about some land out there and said, there's a little little ditch. You, you can drive across it, you know, and get to the other side. And then, you know, the, you know, should be some good, you know, woods on the other side of this field. Just keep on going. And I get there, and I, I, I literally, I ain't stopped from Mississippi. I stopped, like, once, fill up in northeast Arkansas or something like that. And this is south part of Kansas. So I get there, like, 445. And I'm, like, straight going in there, and I get to this ditch. AKA river. And I'm like, well, I ain't driving across that. I don't know for sure if I was at the right, you know, <laughs> ditch or river. I probably already crossed it and didn't know it. Um, and I'd done wound up in the middle of the property and didn't know it. But turns out it, it was the, I think the ditch was as soon as you got to the property. And I, I was, uh, I was like, man, cause I knew as soon as I crossed that thing, I was about to spend the whole day out there. And I was probably gonna take a good old nap or two cause I'd driven through the night. And I'm like, I do not want to do this with some grain just full, you know, up to the yellow line and mm-hmm. creek water. I mean, like, Crocs are very useful shoe. shoe. I mean, especially if, my vest. if you're going to be wet all day, they're mm-hmm. probably the best one out there. Yep. Yeah. I threw them on, rolled my pants up, and waded across and just had the boots in the vest and put them on, and I was Man, dry as a bone. They ain't going to protect you much from old cottonmouth. Nah. They, they rock protection, yeah. rock and stickers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That'll get you through a lot of it. You can, you can really slip around in them, too, you know. Oh, yeah. I've worn, like I said, I just hadn't shot one in them. I've purposely gone out there wearing them several times because mm-hmm. of that very thing it'd be so hot you're like man if i put on these rubber boots right now my feet Shoot. go i might as well walk through a It'd river because my feet burns. gonna be soaking sweat but i've got the last few years i hardly ever even wear rubber boots anymore i started wearing them hikers and just shoot you was rolling in them that day we we're talking about that big heel a minute ago i'm sitting here like flagging jordan they're like hold on now <laughs> where at <laughs> Oh, the day of the evil turkey. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He had uh, crispies. I don't know what they were, but yeah, they were. Oh, Jordan's all about his crispies. I love him. I looked hard into him, and I wish I would have went ahead and pulled the trigger. Now I got to. They're a hefty investment, but, I mean, I wore them 90-something, well, mm-hmm. however many days we hunted this year, probably, I think we hunted probably 80 days, and I wore them 90% of the time. I mean, if you're going to wear something that much, Shoot, you yeah. know. Make it worth it. You're gonna mm-hmm. spend somebody you know, told me one time, like you're gonna have a you're gonna spend a thirty of life in a mattress and thirty of life in a pair of boots. Yeah. Make sure they're both pretty good. Cause that's uh, a whole that's your whole life. A dude, I used to have these like um what are they called? Redhead made them. Bone dries. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the most blister makers uncomfortable yeah. boots. It was all I could afford though. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and like well, like it was either get another pair of lacrosses or they had like these like super sell on these bone drives and they were like more than more than half the price can't pass that up i was like yup mm-hmm. they can't be that much worse <laughs> felt I, like walking around in cardboard <laughs> i had to have had the same pair you're talking about because they're so like terrible <laughs> they're so bad and owned a pair since and thinking back on it like wearing old mucks and stuff i don't know how i ever will slipped around it oh, all wearing heck things. no they're like wearing Center Some blocks. clogs, yep. yeah. 
I can barely even drive. I can barely even drive. Period. But like, if I'm wearing like some thick insulated, you know, like muck boots or something like that, I got to push the gas pedal, and I don't really know if I'm pushing the gas pedal or not. And all of a sudden, my trucks think I'm hitting the brake. Then I'm not. I told you when we pulled out, you better watch him. I saw he, y'all coming. Hey, he said you dang your fine wheel. I ain't safe. <laughs> <laughs> not anywhere close to it. I haven't been in a wreck lately. He keeps doing all this travel around he's doing. He'll get better by default. You just think? more road time. Figure I it out. I, I literally just got back from Georgia after my engine blew up. The engine blew up? Yeah. You racing in the Atlanta 500? Well, I, uh, you know, my looker outer in the passenger side wasn't looking out too well, so I got about halfway, and I'm trying to look out, you know, as you're coming over an intersection, and there's some traffic coming, and I don't know what speed limit is, but this car was not going speed limit, and so I'm, my depth perception says, all right, that car is right there. You got plenty of plenty of distance to go. Right. Now you're going about a buck. Oh, yeah. It's going to buck 20 at least, or <laughs> at least 70 and a 65. And I get by halfway, and I'm in the, uh-oh, like, you better – you better go get across another lane, or you better not. And I hit the gas, and I start going, and RPM flirted with some sevens, and Ooh. <laughs> she looked. Well, she awesome. went loose. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dang I was boy. like, "That's on me." But uh, yeah, so then, so I'm stuck in Georgia, and I leave it at a. We actually uh, had some buddies. Uh, they were at the same trade show we was at. Uh, talk about it outdoors podcast. I was doing a little segment with him, and. I was talking with them after, and they were like, well, we're from there. We'll call our buddy. And he came over there and fixed some of it, which is all I thought was wrong. I was hoping it was just, you know, just something here or there, not the whole new engine needing to replace, which (laughs) – because I was like, we're going to have to do some IOUs. Um, He came, and it it helped, but still a little few tinkering to do. Left it there for about a week and had to catch a flight to go get it. Real humbling. You had to fly back to get the truck? Well, I could have rented a car, but that was honestly more twice as much as just getting a one-way flight on a cars are expensive to rent right now. Shoot you, they that's are. talking about turkeys. Man, late we're gonna fly to Michigan and rent a truck, and I got to like thinking in my mind like normal rental prices, mm-hmm. and like two days before we left, I texted Lake at like, man, it's gonna cost us like nine hundred dollars for a three-day rental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, oh, we're gonna take old Whitey. Yep. Yeah, worth it. It was a uh, yeah. It's a all that stuff's so crazy right now, man. It's like uh, trying to get tires is crazy. Mm-hmm. Trying to trying to get just about know anything, but yeah, like we had to um, we having to rent a vehicle for elk season because we're leaving on Friday, but we're like having to separate and because someone of us going, me and Will are going to Arizona, that sort of thing. We like went and booked the rental like weeks in advance mm-hmm. because there'd been. Like a couple of weeks, well, a couple of months prior, when my truck got stolen, when yeah. I guess it could be worse, could be worse. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Your engine blew out. At least you didn't yeah. lose the whole truck. <laughs> well, my truck got stolen. Like my insurance was like that part of I had full coverage, so that part of the deal is they put you in a rental for a few weeks. Well, that first time I they called up there, like the rental place was like, uh, we don't have anything. I mean, they didn't have anything. I had to wait like two days to mm. just be able to rent. You know, another truck. Just something with four wheels. Yeah. I was like, look, at this point, I just need a, a car, you know, something. I don't, but. And then the mopeds. I don't know, Vespa. So, y'all leave, y'all leave Friday. I guess that kicks off y'all's next wave of. Yeah. It's going to be. 
Yeah, the the mass exodus, the great the great fall hunting season of twenty one, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's coming up in a hurry. Mm-hmm. It's always that way, man. Like we'll wrap up turkey season, and you think you got like all right, you got all summer to get your feet back under you. And I felt like I felt like I was in Michigan last yeah. week. You know, it's just all it's always like that. It just blows by. And here, hearing the term twenty one, twenty two, I don't. Like, you know, it still don't pass. I do, I know. And it's but, already over halfway over. Seriously. 2020, I still haven't completely processed, I don't think. <laughs> if it even and, did it happen. And then, like, they were still, um, I so I graduated high school in 2010. Mm. And I keep thinking that that's not that far. Oh, yeah. Back, you know, they, I was like, that wasn't that long ago. And then someone was like, hey, we're having to redo our, uh, we're going to do an 11-year class reunion since we couldn't do our 10 because it was 2020. I was like, we've been out of high school for over 10 years. Man, I'm old. I don't like looking back and thinking, like, all right, what have I accomplished in these 10 years? I'm thinking, whoop. Oh, I've been crushing it. I just feel old, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I do feel old. I was sitting that day in swivel store today not shooting the doves, just, you know, picking weeds earlier. And sitting, my back kind of hurts from just sitting down. Dude, like, you okay. you getting old. You want to talk about a turkey story? Mm-hmm. And being old, I can combine two of those right. subjects. We were supposed to, we went hunting Brad, Jordan, and myself at a place Brad has right here in Mississippi. That morning, I pulled a muscle in my back, putting my vest on. <laughs> putting my vest on. That's when you know. So I'm what, I'm a year behind you, so that's what I got to look forward to. I was seriously like, they were like, what would you do to your back? I was like, I put my turkey vest on. <laughs> Shoot, a couple of weeks ago, we were putting, uh, filling off the sprayer. I picked up a two-and-a-half-gallon jug <laughs> of uh, Roundup, and I oh! <laughs> you look over <laughs> Jordan like go to bend something down. He's like squatting at the knees. Like ooh, <laughs> like what are you doing? He's like I pulled a muscle. <laughs> not even that old, man. I'm 29. I ain't that old, but golly, I feel old. It's the mileage, man. It's the mileage. Good, good hard earned aging right there, <laughs> making yeah, it worth it. I go to the chiropractor once a week now. <laughs> you are old. Come on, Seals. You're younger. How how wait? Aren't you younger than me? 28. Man, yeah. I, got, I got down in my back back last year for like this time. I was going to chiropractor like four times a week up until we left to go elk hunting. They was popping and cracking, and I hated doing physical therapy. I Jordan did, was I so stressed Friday. out. He's like, I don't know if I'm able to make elk season. Right, <laughs> back hurts. I can barely get out of the bed. I was like, ain't no way I'm out there putting on no 15, 20 miles a day. So I've, I've always wanted just to go be fly on the wall in an elk hunt and just see what it's like. I mean, I've heard the correlation between turkey hunting. It's like turkey hunting, but with a beast of an animal. I'm, you know, I don't know what it's similarities for sure, but this it's a totally different beast in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the the similarities is they communicate back to mm-hmm. you, but the way you hunt them's different. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of times the. I've seen um, similarities in how elk act sometimes, like if you see a big herd of elk, mm-hmm. kind of like if you go somewhere where you can see large numbers of turkeys in the springtime, like the whole, um, I, I can remember one time in Florida specifically, I mean, you see turkeys are visible in Florida a lot mm-hmm. more because you got all that pasture land and stuff, and there was like one gobbler had all these hens and there'd be like some jakes and some some other younger birds try to come in he'd run out there and run them off and strut mm-hmm. around them that kind of stuff you see that you'll see similarities there you'll have like bull will have all his cows mm-hmm. kind of in one spot and another bull tries to come in he'll get up and run them off and there's like you said there's similarities with the calling but it is 
It's definitely different. Shoot. It just, I mean, everything you do is based on wind, every movement with elk. So, I mean, it's... That's a whole new parameter that yeah, I, mean, I every, think God every, turkeys ain't got. Every decision you make elk hunting is based around wind. Every decision. Turkey smelled, I don't know if I could... I could bear one more. Yeah. Like, there's been instances... Like, I can remember, like, early, early, probably, like, my first or time, first or second season I ever went elk hunting, we heard this bull just screaming mm-hmm. and not very far. And, I, like I said, super new. I still consider myself new to it, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, I've gotten to go a lot because of primos, but I'm still learning, mm-hmm. trying to learn. But I was super new at this point. <laughs> and, I mean, I hear this bull start ripping out bugles, He's not that far in my mind. I'm like, that's like finding the turkey goblin by himself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we realize where the bull's at, and Brad just sits down and start. And I'm like, what do we? And he had to explain to me, he's like, if we try to go after him right now, there's no, the way the wind is, mm-hmm. there's no good approach. We either got to, he said, he's bugling good enough and acting right. He's worth sitting down on to see mm-hmm. if the wind will switch, which it was supposed to. But, you know, if that switch that situation to turkeys, Shoot. If he's just gobbling, you just go after yep. him, you know. That's cool, though. I, I like learning stuff, you know, that I have no earthly idea about. And yeah, that's, that's, a, that's definitely one of them. That's a, it's a really – it's a good experience. It'll make you, like, in my opinion, just a better hunter all mm-hmm. the way around as far as, like, making decisions, deer hunting and all that. You know, if just you get being good. conscious of your surroundings yeah, and always. because, I mean, thermals play a big factor. I mean, like uh, – one mountain that we hunt, like, a lot of the elk come down in a valley at night, and, uh, like, we don't even go over there and hunt till like, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. just for that factor because you have to ride through, like, where the elk are at night. So you can't get up there and wait on them to come to you. You kind of wait on them to get up there that when they get bedded down, then you go sneak over in there and try to get in them. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about the, That's cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a neat deal. You'll We'll sit down there two miles away and watch them. And go up the mountain, you know, in spotting scopes, and then kind of sneak up there. Before you know it, you're within 200 yards. Then elk, you're looking at two miles away. You know, it's like the elk I shot last year. We sat in a truck and watched him go across the prairie for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and finally creeped around. Like had watched the wind. We had to go way up the mountain because the wind was blowing up the mountain. We had to go like. Come in probably half, three-quarters of a mile to the left of where we saw the bull go in and go straight up the mountain then kind of parallel him above him and wait, got up there and sat down and waited on him to finally rip a bugle off and we heard him and then then we were able to play the wind. He got up in there and bedded down and when he got active again, you know, we were mm-hmm. up there kind of close to him. It was a really neat hunt. There's so many situations like that, like what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's like the stakes are so much higher because there's so much hiking involved and there's so many moving pieces and parts. And you can't just like like what George is talking about. Like they watch the bull for 45 minutes and then by the time when they got to like decide to make a move on him, like how long did y'all hike? It, it was six hours after we saw him yeah. when we finally killed him. Like it's like it's a much larger mm. play for keeps game. Oh, like yeah. you get, there's I very mean, few. The, the actual hunting scenario lasted 20 minutes. Yeah. But, but the – but just getting it there, and there's so many instances like that mm-hmm. where you go and you spend six hours, and then it just doesn't play out. You're like, well, what do you? It's I have seen very, very few situations where you just be able to pop up and bam, 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 and call. You know, it's you got to get everything is like 
with a, that many variables and when playing such a huge key, there's just so many things you have to get lined up kinda, to put yourself in the game. I kind of like that. Oh, it's it's intense for sure. I'm, keep you up at night kind of stuff too. Oh, yeah. Big oh, time. my gosh, yeah, yeah. Man, like I um, – I even – like I've – like getting ready this year, like I've been – religious about shooting my bow mm-hmm. just because i know from the fur from like from the few times i've gotten to do it i know how haywire the inside of your head can go when it's going down yep. and so and like it, it's it's very as far as like the hunts that i've done those are the most intense mm-hmm. for sure like i don't now i don't know if it would be different if you hunted them earlier when they weren't running as much like it just coming into a water hole it yeah. might not be as intense but Calling them in like bugling and stuff. That's it. It gets real. Breaking some limbs coming in there. And yeah, definitely a surreal imagination in my mind right now going on. But I wish y'all the best of luck at it. I it's better than that. <clears throat> guys, dove hunt y'all went on this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Seals. If he ever says he has doves, do not listen. The doves are thick. The doves are thick. <laughs> That's what happens when you talk it up. It, it works that way oh, yeah. every time. If you'd have said no doves are there, they'd have been flocking like, in there. Like if you if you were worried about even having doves, it'd been like there would been everywhere. three people. I, I was worried about up I out. was worried about having doves, and then that hurricane pushed in, and we started getting piles of them. Well, they migrated back. And they migrated, migrated back down. south again. Yeah. Yeah. They migrated into that dude's cooler that shot your field. That's where they migrated. Even the doves that we did shoot at were timid. Oh, they were like ducks that had been on public mm-hmm. land that yeah. shot at for a month. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I swear, I saw one dove about to break the tree line, and I'm telling you, you saw a mojo dove went, nope. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. I know how this ends. But, fellas, appreciate y'all coming on. Really do, uh, after that long hunt, picking up. On them shells and doves, and um, <laughs> and my back's hurting. Your back's hurting. Yeah, sitting down, not getting to shoot much. But, um, but guys, if y'all listen uh, to the Speak the Language podcast, y'all please do. That's honestly, I feel like that's what got me into like listening to hunting podcasts yep. in itself. That was the first. I remember the day I searched hunting, like literally just like the words hunting podcast. I'm like, I don't know what a podcast is. This was you know several years ago. And I saw the Primos had one. Of course, I mean, I grew up watching Primos and memorizing the intro song practically in my sleep as I was going to bed. It was playing on my TV every night. And so when I saw the Primos had one, I'm thinking, this is the best day ever. And it was literally like released like the day before or something like that. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is like God sent. I can have something to listen Sitting to. Then you're like, who are these two creepers? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this is awesome. How many episodes? Got? Okay, one. We're going to listen to that one over and over again. We fresh. <laughs> yeah. Fresh on the scene. Man, it's been awesome to watch though. Got a, a million downloads. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. We um, and the fact that it like is even more. Well, I don't. Yeah, I mean it is, but it, it, it's funny to me because like the whole mindset about how we started it and how lit. Like I've left them on there. Like some of the early episodes. At at one point, I thought about going back and deleting because we had not we I had no clue what I was doing. There's one specifically we're talking about a, a hunt in the davis mountains mm-hmm. or brad brad and jordan both went and i'm telling you the audio it sounds like we're talking in a five gallon bucket <laughs> i had no i mean the whole the whole podcast is like everyone then the golden flood elk bugle it's just terrible I, and i just didn't know but yeah i mean it's, i didn't even know what a podcast was mm-hmm. when you told me about you wanted to do <laughs> one. i was like huh what is that podcast a, a radio show all right 
Yeah. Go for it. But it's and been as of this month. It'll be at the end of this month. It'll be the uh, four year anniversary of it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's been fun. Been I'm fun knocking it sure. out now. Let's know that. So y'all, uh, listeners, paying attention. Um, got a lot better probably content than we do. They've been some showing up <laughs> veterans of it. As we still winging it, we show up without two headphones and without an SD card and. Pulling some, hey, misters, I feel like, hey, can I, can I get a pair of headphones and uh, an SD card from uh, you, sir? Yeah. But we got it. We're still winging it. We're going to figure a few more things out. I don't know. If, I'm not going to say we're going to go kill some more doves, but we're going to go eat some Mexican here in a minute. If yeah. it's open. Yeah, it's open. Right. And I got to go cut my grass. Yeah. yeah. Fellas, appreciate it. Listeners, thank you all for listening. Um, all likes, shares, comments, follows. All is appreciated. Uh, send in some topics for us to continue to cover this off season we'll probably winging them as well and we will see y'all next week thanks for listening to the spring legion podcast